Hello, everyone. It's another week, another year. I um, hope everyone's having a fantastic start to the new year. You know where you're at. You're back here with Patrick Young for the Young and the Rowdies, where I bring you everything Florida Gator basketball. Uh, it's awesome, man, to uh, have this opportunity presented by the field of 68 Media Network that allows me to, uh, uh, I guess you would say, connect with some of my old teammates uh, and, and also get a chance to reach back and connect with some of those guys that played through this program that I haven't had a chance to meet yet, but obviously they laid the foundation and big parts of, of why and, and how I ended up coming to Florida. But this week we got a special guest, uh, really, really awesome, really happy to, to have this, this, this man on this show. He has one of the coolest nicknames, <laughs> a nickname you'll never forget. I can't wait to hear how, how he got it. I know it has something to do with, with his shot and how he scored. We have none other than Dimitri Meat Hook Hill. What's happening, my man? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hey, Patrick. Uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, just a, you know, another beautiful winter day <laughs> in Florida. You know what I mean? So uh, just can't complain. You know, life is good. Uh, everything is good. I'm just uh, blessed, you know, um, still to be here, you know, yeah. first and foremost. And then, you know, along with this journey, you know, just happy about, you know, how everything has, you know, transpired and taken place up to this point. So I'm good. It's it's hard to live in Florida. Like right now, my fiance, she she lives in Nebraska. Like she she was just down there for the holidays. Um and uh yeah, she was she was down here with in Jacksonville, Florida with me for the holidays. And um, you know, it was we went to uh to the beach one day, we went to the pool. We went walking, you know, I'm wearing shorts still. Right. She right. leaves and she gets off the plane. It's two degrees. I said, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't understand that. And you know, on the opposite end of that spectrum, a lot of Floridians don't understand that cold either. You oh. understand? Because, you know, uh, you know, me being, you know, growing up, raised in St. Pete, uh, I definitely I, I didn't experience snow and real, real cold until I was like 12 years old. So that was that was my first major time, you know, being cold. And I knew that what we experienced down here is a little chilly sometimes, but it's not cold. <laughs> yeah, we already know how, to, like, the first time you experience snow is like, oh, this is so exciting. And then after five minutes, you're like, man, this sucks. <laughs> it's right, right. terrible. When, we going, when, are, when are we going home? Yeah. Like, like how long we got to be here? Because I'm missing Florida right now in December, January, especially when you're in, like, Virginia, D.C. area. Uh, in Michigan, especially, you know, because I was fortunate enough to be traveling on basketball team at a young age. And then so, you know, we went to nationals and stuff a lot. So we, and it was all in cold cities. Only it was funny because every time in the summer, everything was in Florida. So we didn't have to go far. But then in the wintertime and then, you know, with the PAL tournaments and things like that, we yeah. had to go up to New York, New Jersey, um, D.C., uh Michigan, Illinois. So I was like, yeah, that's crazy. We don't want to come up here in the wintertime. Let's come up here in the summertime and y'all come down to Florida in the wintertime. Mm, yeah, I, that for me, yeah, I, I think I spent, I, have I spent much time in the winter in like the North ever? No, I mean, now that I got uh, my fiance, <laughs> you know, and and she she listens to all my, my podcasts too. So uh, uh, I had a, I had a, but before I got this job, I think, or maybe it was in, it was in December. Uh, I, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna come up, come up to 
to you because we've been switching going alternating who you know who sees who uh until we get married and um fortunately for me I guess you know I want to be there I want to be there but I you know I didn't want to experience that I do I'm afraid of that cold I'm afraid of it I'm terrified I love her she warms my heart but I'm afraid of that cold and fortunately I work every Wednesday and Saturday I got to be here in Charlotte so I'm not going so by the time the season's over I'll go up there and hopefully it'll have warmed up a little bit because I don't know what to do with negative two degrees I don't know what to do with that at all like you can't play basketball. You can't. You can't. She she lives on a golf course. I can't. I can't play golf. I'm in, you're in the house. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, me playing 15 years over in Europe. You know, I was I was definitely in some cold parts of that country, and I can tell you this: uh, it don't stop the people from doing nothing. They get used to it. They adjust to it. You layer up, and you definitely have to layer up. Take you 20 minutes to leave the house, but you got to put on everything. It was definitely an awesome experience, though, but I yeah. was definitely looking forward to coming back to Florida every time. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll definitely dive dive into that. But uh, yeah, man, we uh great, awesome opportunity for the fans that don't know. Uh, the, uh, Mr. Hill was at Florida from, uh, was it 90, 92 to 96? Yep. Correct, yeah, yeah, 92 to 96. But obviously there was a lot that... uh. And he's from St. Pete, uh, back down in St. Petersburg right now. I love St. Pete. I ain't gonna lie. If I love that Tampa, St. Pete, like if, yeah. my, if I didn't have family in Jacksonville, I would live in St. Pete or somewhere around there. It's just it's amazing. Like they're so far ahead of the game, and it's not it's not too crazy like Miami. But when it comes to Jacksonville, because I live there, there's so much for ahead ahead of the game as far as like and sports are good. I'm a miserable Jags fan. I'm I'm from man. <laughs> Hey, well, 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 I mean, we just got Brady, so don't don't think we don't have some long years, too, where we had to be loyal to these Bucks. I'm a diehard Buck fan, so <laughs> I was here, you know, with the Doug Williams era, the uh, John McKay, to when we couldn't win a game, <laughs> to, you know, when we won the uh, Super Bowl the first time with Warren Sapp, who's a good friend of mine. Sapp and John Green. Uh, you know, I was watching that one on the... Uh, Planet Hollywood, and when I played in uh, France at the Champs Elysees, so you know we, and then in between that, until we got Brady. You know, we had a few Gruden years, but you know that was that was something. And now, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I mean, Brady. You know, Brady. He he want to play till he's fifty. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, if that's possible, but behind him is Kyle Trask, Florida Gator. Okay. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, be awesome for the torch to get passed over to Kyle Trask and he lead the franchise for a while. I, I would cheer for the Bucks if Kyle Trask becomes that starting quarterback. But uh yeah man, let's 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 take it back. Let's okay. take it back. You know on the story we on the on the show on the podcast we dive into uh just your journey, you know. Uh yeah. for you did you always grow up knowing like how was it you with 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 basketball with sports in general? Did you always know you wanted to play or was you just just like extremely active kid? Did you with your parents, like how how did it, how did the dynamic happen for you to start playing sports in general? Okay, yeah, yeah, because obviously the, the natural progression for me, the path of me was been football. But when I was growing up, it's not like today where you know the big kids they just put an X on your helmet and then you go ahead and you just you play. You know, I couldn't make the weight limit when I was for <laughs> mighty Mike and, and, and midgets and peewees and all that because I was I was a young kid. 
So I would have had to play like, you know, at the highest level, but I ain't know nothing about no football, so I can never play. So, but my dad was the, uh, you know, was the football coach, Little League. So I used to be at practice all the time. And then, so one day I just seen a group of kids, you know, they run up and down playing basketball. So I was like, well, can't do nothing over here. So let me go out here and see what can I do out here. So then I went out there and it was fun. So then I asked my pops to take me out, show me how to play basketball, because he was a basketball coach too. So he took me out, I'm like 11. So he took me out, <laughs> taught me how to drop stuff, use my left and right hand, and then the rest was history. Wow. So yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, and then, <laughs> so middle school, you know, I fell in love with the game. Uh, then, you know, of course, you know, with the success, you know, comes the attention from all the high school coaches and everything like that. And then, so I was like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, and an eighth grader. So, you know, I was, you know, a big kid. So, yeah. uh, and then, so a lot of coaches, you know, because if I lived with my mother, I would have went to, you know, a different set of high schools. But I moved with my dad, so I went to this particular high school with a coach that I was comfortable with. And, you know, he gave me the chance to start as a freshman. And then, so now, you know, back then, not all coaches was, you know, so eager to start, you know, 14-year-old varsity. So, but, you know, that was the reason I went there because I wanted to play. I didn't want to play JV. And then that summer, I grew to about 6'4", six, 6'4 four, six, four and a half. So I was starting ninth grade on varsity. And then, um, you know, had a good season. The summer before I started, I, uh, I was going to camps. But I was, like, the youngest person ever to go to, like, the BC camp, all-star camp. And then, so as a rising freshman, you know, I was, I was ranked. And then, so after that, I just, you know, kept progressing. And, you know, I had the naysayers, you know, say you should play football. You know, he's not going to be, he's not going to be more taller than six, seven. So he's going to be an in-betweener. And, you know, I heard all that, but, you know, I love basketball and I kept, kept playing. So, you know, um, I was raised, you know, by a single mother, got a brother and sister. Uh, but, you know, my dad, my stepdad, he was my stepdad. He was in my life, you know, until I was 16. And then, unfortunately, he passed away when I was 16. So then uh, after that, I moved with my grandmother because I am definitely a grandmother's child because my mother had me at a young age. So, you know, with that being said, you know, grandmother was there a lot. And, yeah. you know, that's just typical, you know, in our, you nothing know. Like, nothing like grandmas, man. Nothing like yeah. grandmas. Ooh. And the, 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 the fun part is that grandmother kept it real with me. You understand? Like, she never sugarcoated anything. She said her mind. She told me when she was proud of me. She told me when she was disappointed. You understand? And that hurt worse than anything, any beating or anything else I could get. Because yeah. I'm disappointing my grandma. So, you know, she kept me in line, especially after my dad died, because that was the crossroad. Yeah. You know, for so many of us, you know, the man, you know, being out your life. And then, you know, I'm 16, feeling myself, having success, getting all these college offers, uh, you know, all over the country. So, you know, my path, was, my path was set, but, you know, I still had, you know, was enticed by the streets and everything like that, too. And, you know, because, you know, that's where the money was. But, right. you know, they, you know, but but the neighborhood kept me on my path. Uh, you know, I had some good people in my life, um, you know, telling me that that wasn't what I needed to do. Uh, got me, you know, in my books real hard. I passed my SAT my junior year. So, you know, my path was set. So my senior year was just fun, basketball, and to see how far we could take it yeah. until I went to UF, you know. Um, you know, I had a lot of offers, and, you know, everybody told me I should go big, and then I was like, nah, I want to go where I can play. 
and right. you know, yeah. all them. And so, you know, we weren't, you know, after Vernon and all that, you know, <laughs> that debacle and everything happened with the death penalty and everything else, it took a minute for Florida basketball to come back. And then, so we were part of that. We didn't know it at the time, but you know, that was just, you know, uh, uh, you know, all the, the, the stars aligned. <laughs> and then, so we came together as a great group of guys, you understand? Like we were all 18, 19, 20 year old young men at the time, but- Did you, we did you, all, did you guys know each other before coming on campus really? Me and Dan, me, me and Dan uh, knew each other. And then of course me and Andrew, we both from, uh, Andrew's from Clearwater. I'm from St. Pete. So we, we played against each other growing up through our high school all the time. But, um, and then me and Brian Thompson knew each other through the BC All-Star Camp, which was in Carnesville, uh, Georgia, when we were going there. And he's from Atlanta. So I knew him through that, but we never, uh, only one I knew real, really, really well was Andrew. And then me and Dan got to know each other, um, <laughs> ironically, from going to the University of Kentucky's basketball camp. When Rick <laughs> Pitino, yeah, when Rick Pitino was the coach. So he was recruiting both of us pretty hard, actually. And then, so we went up there, and then, so me and Dan were the two <laughs> the players in the, uh, in the camp. <laughs> the stories I've heard, and I know Coach Kruger, we're going to get into, I know Coach Kruger was, yeah. a, was a tough coach. I know he was, like, at times. But I've heard Coach Patino was a man. <laughs> hey, hey, it was I think uh, they made the 20-hour rule because of him. It's like, you know, you know the practice 20 hours a week because of Coach Patino. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, you you you're gonna have Andrew on the uh, podcast a little later. Andrew actually played for him for the when he was at the Boston Celtics, so he 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 know about Patino with all that practicing, especially when the Celtics weren't any good anyway. And he tried to use that same philosophy in college in the pro, and that, yeah, that 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 just that's that doesn't work. That's a different animal right there. Yeah, the pro, yeah, they're gonna shut that down quick. Yeah, so yeah, they they'll shut it down on you <laughs> either or. So uh before we get to college, uh so you played you played a little bit, you started your freshman. Did you start your freshman year in high school? Like you started? I started my I started my freshman year. I um up until about maybe a few years ago, I was the all-time, still the all-time leading scorer in the Panavis County. So yeah, it was uh yeah. I put up a lot of points in my uh, four years in high school. You two thousand three hundred and ninety-two to be exact. Oh my goodness! You did your homework. Yeah, okay. yeah, of course, of course. I, I wish I had time. I was going to try to uh, watch. It was the the game you guys played in Rupp Arena. I think you you lost the game eighty to seventy-seven. I'm not sure what game. Both both teams are ranked. I wanted to try to watch the whole game, but I didn't have time. But um, yeah. you know how you know when, when did you when did you realize in high school? that you had a chance to play at the next level. Cause you know, it seems like, not seems like for, but for some, some people, they just, just for the love of the game, you, you, you didn't want to play football. You like basketball, but when did it kind of connect? Like, Hey, I can take this to play on to the next level. And then maybe in the, even the next level after that, like, did it ever click for you like that in high school? My dad, my dad, the one that gave me the confidence. Cause he was like, you know, I don't care about anything after that. He was like, but, um, you good enough to do this to go to college. And then so I was like, college, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I was playing basketball because I'm 14. We going to play in the summer league, you know, in our neighborhood. And, you know, it's an adult summer league, but I'm 14. And I see all these guys with these pretty girls walking around now. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm like, uh, me playing basketball mean I can, you know, do what they doing? And then he was like, and more. And then so, yeah, that was it, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like the football players ain't had a girl, you know what I'm saying? Because they couldn't really see their face, you know what I mean? So so I was like, that's that's what made me fell in love with the game. And then when I started having success and started adding more stuff and then getting recruited, and then I was like, oh, this is my ticket out. And then when everybody else was like, yeah, you can do this. You can go big time. And then so I was like, well, let me take this serious. And so I got in better conditioning. Yeah. I started eating right, you know what I mean? And then so now I got Georgetown calling. I got Michigan State, you know, before uh, with Judd Heathcote. I had Wake Forest. I had, you know, Kentucky, of course, Alabama. You know, everybody was showing up at my gym, you know, every week, you know, to watch me play. So I was like, oh, this is serious now. And I'm like a sophomore. I'm not even a senior. You understand? Right. So, you know, it, it got to the point to where, you know, I was going to make a decision quick. And I knew I was going to make it my junior year. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, what, what was it like that first moment? Cause I don't know how, how was recruiting at that time? Would they send letters? Did they call? Would they show? So no, they couldn't talk to the player directly. Like when the first time someone was able to reach out to you, how did they do it? And, and what did they, and what did it feel like for you? Like, dang, like. I was in my, um, I was in my, I was in my uh, coaches. My coach called me out of class and he said, I had the, uh, he had a phone call for me and it was from uh, coach Floyd. I think he was at university of new Orleans. And then um, said they'd like to recruit me. They saw me in the BC camp. Uh, my style fits their system. And, you know, they wanted to be the first person to offer me a scholarship. And I was like, what you mean? I can come here and play basketball? And then so like, yeah. So I was like, okay. Then so I was like, you know, thank you. And then so I'm young. But then I was like, you know, this kind of early. I can't sign. So I was like, cool. And then, so let me take this a little more serious. And then, so I'm going out now if I'm going out for like Team Florida and, you know, things like that. So I got cut from Team Florida, like my sophomore year. And then that just made me work a little harder. And then, so the next year, like my dad started an AAU team with nothing but uh, players from pretty much St. Pete. Okay. And we had a crew and like everybody went D1. And then so everybody was getting looked and that, that worked out. And then so we beat Team Florida. And then so, oh, yeah. you know, after that, yeah, yeah. So that, that was pretty, that was sweet right there as well. And then so, you know, but I was young. So like I'm playing 16 and under and I'm 14. So, you know, I was, I was always playing up at a young age because of my size. <laughs> That's pretty bitter, not bittersweet, though, but what a cool turn right there from, uh, and it seems like your story uh, has also been a lot of just maybe doubt or haters or someone saying you can't do it or this, and you just like, oh. I'm going, I'm going to show you what I can't do. Nothing. It, it was plenty of hate. It was plenty of hate. And then, you know, the hate, the hate it came from, the hate came from within first before it spread out to, you know, everybody else. Cause you know, once I start having success, then I was like, yeah, he's good here, but what can he do on the next level? Yeah. So then I, I ate up the AAU circuit. Then I was like, ah, oh, but you know, people don't really play too hard in the summertime. You know, they just want to shoot all the balls and everybody wants everybody wants to downplay success sometimes. They want down, downplay. It. 
when it comes from something that's, you know, it's not supposed to come from, you know what I mean? It's, it's they knock it because they can't think outside the box. And, you know, that's, that's definitely, you know, I use that, you know, to my advantage because I've always think outside the box, I had a broad perspective on everything. And that's just my upbringing because I was exposed to a lot at a young age, you know what I mean? And then I'm grateful for, you know, the, the, the time that my dad and, you know, my grandmother, you know, instilled and put it in me. And I listened to, you know, what they were talking about. You understand? Because I knew I was going to be different. Hell, I was 5'11 in like the fifth grade. So I was taller than most of my teachers. You know what I mean? So so I had to, you know, take lessons from people that, you know, knew more than me because I didn't want to, you know, be a statistic, you know, right. uh, you know, winding up drug dealers, all kinds of children in jail, prison, or not graduating, dropping out of school and just you know, fall into the mold that, you know, the perception of, you know, what we are, you know, looked at as a people, you understand? I want to be different. Absolutely. I mean, that's, and that's, it, it really takes that internal drive within first, first and foremost. Uh, <clears throat> but um, when, you know, when it, when it came to decision time, uh, why, why, you know, how, how did Coach Kruger recruit, how they recruit you and why, why Florida? Uh, I mean, you said place you wanted to play, and uh, you said that already. But uh, you know, it was, uh, what, it was, what was about Coach Kruger in, in Florida that made you really think you would fit in? You know, that that was the best place for you. The thing was, when I came to the practices and I seen my competition in front of me, I was like, <laughs> "Man, please!" <laughs> I was like, "I know I'm playing <laughs> immediately." Yeah, <laughs> I know I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you know, I can go to Georgetown and fight with Othella every day. You know what I mean? You know, go to Kentucky and do all that, what they gonna do. I can come here and I'm gonna play. You understand? So it was it was a no-brainer. Uh coach and coach Kruger, he didn't even have to really sell the program too much. I just knew he was a great coach. And he coached, you know, with Mitch Richmond and he had a good track record coming from K-State. And then he took that team to uh, NIT uh, parents, Final Four. So I was like, well, if he can do that, and I know I'm better than anything they got right now coming in there, Much then, uh, you know, I'm going to play, and I'm going to do well. So that was it, you know. <laughs> and I was going to the practice, you know, for, for years. But then, you know, when uh, Lon Crew came, and they were serious about me, so they had me up to the practices. And then, so yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, you know, mathematics after that, like, Hey, but you know, to his credit, you know, he didn't give me nothing. Woo. Yeah. Well, this question, I got so that's, yeah. that, so, you know, you, 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 I'm really glad you presented it that way because you saw and you, you what was in front of you. He's like, Oh, I'm a play. I'm a play. Oh, I'm what is perfect spot for me, whatever, freshman year. And this is, you know, this is the story. You, you step on campus freshman year and in total, you ended up playing 60 minutes in 60 out of the 16 games that you ended up playing your freshman year. You know, what was, what, 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 what would you, if there was one word you would call that freshman year, your first year, because, you know, there's a lot of learning. I mean, it's so much it, for me when I, when I, re, I didn't realize how much scouting, the practices, the schoolwork, I mean, everything you got to back. You're like, man, I just came here to ball. Like, what's right. up? Yeah. And, 
before, you know. And, and, and my thing was, y'all recruited me when I was fat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was fat when y'all was proving me. You know what I'm saying? I scored 2,400 points being, you know, fat. What you mean I got to lose some weight? So, you know, he, uh, we, we battled, man. I mean, and I wasn't winning. You know what I mean? Not at all. And then we had Stacy Poole. You know, he was an all-SEC player. So that 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 would really keep me on the bench, you know what I'm saying? Because that would have been more minutes for him, which he didn't mind anyway. You know what I'm saying? But then, hey, I was like, you know, let me let me let me try, let me try to do it another way and see that this worked. And then so I got in better shape. So he started giving me spot minutes. What'd you what'd then, you do? What'd you do? Like uh, because I wanna, you know, oh, that's 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 a big oh, thing. Oh, let me, let me, oh, okay, okay, okay. Let me tell you that's the regiment how he got me down. Because okay, when I came on campus. You know, my freshman year out of high school, so I didn't play, you know, AAU circuit after I, my senior year, which, you know, that was a mistake, but, you know, I ain't had nobody tell me it was a mistake, but I knew I was going to Florida. So, you know, that's like, just, you know, just, you know, just make sure you don't get injured or nothing and be ready to go in June. I mean, and uh, we went to came to school in like July. So, okay, that was for summer B. So we went up there, so I came on campus, I was over 300 pounds, about 320, 330. So then I got, this my first meeting, bad meeting i'm already coach like well you ain't gonna play till you get in shape <clears throat> so that when you play it's up to you and he always used to say when you play <laughs> it's up to you so i'm fighting i'm fighting so i'm like damn i'm in practice i'm giving them the business but you know only for you know limited limited time because i'm okay i'm out of shape but you know at the end of the day i'm doing my thing so i do deserve some minutes i'm feeling in my heart you know i'm saying like okay. i can play but you know, he's the coach, and then you like he's like, I can't put you out there. You're out of shape. So, all right. So it took me about till January to start getting some serious minutes. And then after that, then so that 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 my first year was an introduction to the business of college basketball. Yep. You understand? So that was that was, you know, we gotta put a good product on the floor. You know, we can't have we can't have the fans talking about this, that. You know, you gotta understand the boosters, sponsorships, all that stuff. Because all the you know, the, the, the free stuff we did. I wish I had an NIL uh <laughs> not in school because it would be a different story right now. I can promise you that. So all them 35 jerseys they sold with my name on the back of um, but yeah, so you know, I got right. And then so freshman year, we didn't go to the uh tournament, we went to the NIT. So the NIT gang, he started me. And then so I, he was like, Well, you're gonna play, but you can't do like you're doing spot men and shoot the ball every time. You understand? You gotta, you know, you gotta play like you're a starter. So okay, I got in the game, I had a good game. Uh we lost to Rashawn Leonard and um Aria McDonald them at, at, at in Minnesota in the Target Center. But you know, I was on my way then. So yeah. I, cause I told him, I told my teammates, I'm like, he ever put me in this game when it means something, I'ma never sit again. And then so, you know, but but at the end of that, my freshman year, we uh we had this uh the tour team, the tour trip, and we were going to Australia. Okay. And then so, but uh, then so my coach from uh high school. He was calling me, talking about all these college coaches calling, talking about, do I want to transfer? And then so I was like, hell yeah, I'm ready to get out of here. I'm, you know, I'm ready to, you know, get away from Florida this here. This ain't what I thought it was going to be, blah, blah, blah. Before we move on, 
Let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now is the time because they are offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. Well, what sets them apart is that they require just one play through to turn your bonus into cash money. With their new Rush Pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With basketball season tipping off, get in on the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading the Bet Rivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. So my assistant coach from high school, he called me up. He was like, just do me one favor. He was like, I don't care what you do. You're like, but take your damn trip to Australia. <laughs> so so I, 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 I was the last person. I was the last person to get my passport. And then so I went to Australia and I balled out. And then so over there, the food is a whole lot different. And right. a lot of times I didn't even eat. So I lost all kind of weight. You understand? Like I oh, wasn't even on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't eat that. I didn't know it was kangaroo meat or whatever the hell they got going over there. <laughs> and you know, baked beans for breakfast. And nah, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah, man. It was it oh. was rough. That food in Australia was nasty. It reminded me of the uh, food in London. So Another you know, reason they, I will they, never they go to Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I came back, had a great, had a great, you know, we was over there for like, you know, a month. So we were playing their pro teams and everything else. And that's when the light clicked right there, Pat. Because uh, we were playing, you know, uh, pro teams. And we had a former uh, University of Florida player that played over in Australia. Um, what's his name? Uh, Kenny McClary. And he was over there. He was starring over there. And I was like, we got off the plane, played them, and we almost beat them. So I was like, I'm 18, 19 years old. I was like, man, if I don't make the league, I know I can play overseas. You know what I mean? Like this, this kind of easy over here. We 19 and we doing this to grown men, and they getting paid for this. I'm like, oh yeah, the future is, is future gonna be right or left, but it's definitely gonna be you know something with basketball. So, you know that was that. But and that same fact um, that some of my freshman year, you know, coaches being coaches, you got to make your you know team better. They brought Ben Davis then, you know what I'm saying? So he ran there practicing with us before we uh, get to, uh, before we go to Australia, you know what I'm saying? So now I'm like, you know, you know what he doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what the hell going on right here? And then so Stacy Poole was like, you know what they doing? <laughs> he was like, yeah, they setting it up for him because, you know, he was a McDonald's All-American, came from Kansas, transferring, trying to land somewhere. So... And he's from Florida also. So, you know, it made sense for him to, you know, come here. So I was like, well, it ain't going to be easy for him. You understand? And so <laughs> we, we, we did our thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't going to just let him give it to you. I worked hard right. to get this spot. You know what I mean? So so it was to the point to where, you know, they didn't know who was going to start. You starved yourself to get that spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did everything they asked me to do. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I bought into the system. I was, you know, I'm doing everything the right way. And then y'all do this? Okay. So, you know, you know, and I'm ready to fight, fight. Not not just no play no basketball, you know what I'm saying? And that was the difference. And then, so they ain't want to fight. They just want to play basketball. So, hey, I'm going to keep my spot. You know, y'all got to figure out where he going to play. You understand? So, 
And then that was that. And then so, you know, it turns out, you know, he he uh <laughs> he 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 made it easy for us. Uh he got caught up, you know, with some stuff at UF and then so he had to leave. So he was uh -huh. gone. And then after that, you know, it's just me and the clerk. And then we, yes. that was my man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I had his back, he had my back. Uh generally care for the guy. Uh he's a friend of mine still to this day. We're close. Uh, and you know, that, that bond started from AAU because, you know, we were rivals, but then when we got to play AAU together, then that was that. And then he's a year older than me. So he went to Florida a year before I did. So yeah. then once he was there and I saw him up there having success and everything like that. So that was it. I knew, I, I knew where I was going. They could, they yeah. could, you know, rest of them could just, they were just wasting their time. <laughs> I went on the trip. I had fun. It took my five visits. But then, you know, that was it. I knew where I was going. And, I, and the thing is, Pat, I didn't even take a visit to UF. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah. So, uh, you know, you go, you go through all that, go into your, your sophomore year. Yeah. And you the man. You the man. Then, I mean, the man, but, you know, you, you're starting. It's time. It's, it's time where you you put the work in. And you got it. You got, obviously, we know the Final Four team. You got Andrew, the clerk, Brian Thomas, Thompson, Craig Brown, you, and, 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 and Dan, Dan Cross. Dan Cross. Yeah. You know, what was that year like? Did you, did, would you say that, because I asked, I had Torian Green on, and I had yeah. Lee Humphrey on as well, and, and asking them the year before they, they, uh, they made their first, their first run, did you guys, like, you guys know? Because you, y'all came out of nowhere. Nobody, expected anything really not anything you guys but did you did you guys know y'all had something real special coming into that see, 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 see dan craig drew you know what i'm saying and brian to a certain extent they all played us you know the year before prior you understand i was i was you know the 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 one that was unexpected i was the surprise and then you know and you know everybody looking at me like i can't play and everything else and then i started giving them the business coming out the box <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was, what happened was, I'm gonna tell you what really happened was, we um that that sophomore year we had a new um assistant coach, and his, his name was <laughs> the general manager of the Sa San Antonio Spurs, R.C. Buford. He was like he was like third assistant. You understand? Hey, so are you serious? How did I never I, know that? Hey, that R.C. was right there. So R.C. made us you know, love basketball, enjoy basketball. He was like, to be successful at this game, you got to put in the work before practice and you got to put in the work after practice as well. So he would meet us there before practice. Then after practice, when we ready to just cash it in, he like, nah, nah, come on, get some shots up with me. Go to these drills, do your up and under. Then now, so we're going we gonna to get started with the uh, how the hook got started. So we're doing drills. And then, so I'm left, right hooking. And then, so <laughs> like when, when things going good and I'm playing good, the head coach don't usually talk to the players. He, he leave them alone. Everybody's superstitious. He got it going. But then, so he was saying RC Buford to talk to me. And then, so he was like, yeah, coach say, uh, he wants you to use your hook shot more. Then, so I'm like, cool. That means I'm going to get the ball more. All right. So I'm going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, like the first four or five plays every game, he ran, he called, he called power. That was, that's all, that was, I still remember the play. It was called power. 
and that's cross screen, come to get me, and then I'm finna go to work, left, right, hook. And I'm getting fouled, making the bucket, or, you know, some good finna happen, I'm finna eventually, because when they ran it for me the first time, I wasn't passing out the double team. You know, I was getting a lot of So, so then, so we started off. I started off balling. So they had to catch up to me. And then, so, you know, you know, if it, it, it happens, you know, they was like, well, he the black hole. As soon as we give it to him, we don't see the ball no more. So we started winning games. So we, we was winning. We started off like we won maybe 10, 11, 12 straight. And then we went out to uh, Hawaii. And then so we did good out in the Rainbow Classic. Uh, only game we lost to was Louisville. And they were stacked with Cliff Rozier, Greg Miner, uh, Morton. Uh, they had uh, about four or five pros, you understand? So that, that team, that was stacked. But, you know, that was the only one we lost to, and I had a great game. And I think I had, like, 28 and some chance and maybe seven, eight boards and everything like that. And then so R.C. Buford being – Hold on. I just lost your audio somehow. I can't, can't hear you. Hey, you, you hit your mute button. Oh, everything, they be being in better condition, better condition. So, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> with that success, especially being in Gainesville, I reverted back to the other stuff. I'm partying. I'm going everywhere. We eat free. I'm, you know, in the clubs, in the bars. I'm drinking. And then so the coach, <laughs> so co and I'm 20 now. So the coaching staff, they got lax too. They stopped weighing me every week. You know what I mean? So, so well, they you stopped, know, they stopped weighing you. Yeah, they stopped weighing me. So I was like, oh, okay. Then they, you know, because I had P, I had a specialized diet. You understand? I had a nutritionist. You know, I had, I did all that. And then, so you know, they they got laxed on that. And then, so but I'm still putting up my numbers. But then Dan and Craig and Andrew, they start playing better. So I didn't have to do, you know, much. You know, like I was doing at the beginning because they started playing better, but I was still efficient. I think I was, I led the SEC in field goal percentage too, me or Corliss, one of the two. Like, like 58%, something, something crazy like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it was stupid, you know, and then so, <laughs> hey, my my, my, my real, my, my teammates know this story. So then, you know, coach was like, he looked and he, he, he could see, that I had gained some weight, but you know, I'm still playing, but he ain't say nothing to me. So he had the assistant coaches go in the, in the uh, locker room and weigh me. He was like, yeah, coach want to start weighing you again. So I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, okay, okay. So, but the thing was that the, the, they put the scale right next to the Gatorade um, cooler, you know, uh, you know, cause you know, you had the way we can go get Gatorade as much as we wanted, but the scale was right next to it. So when they put me on the scale, I just put my I just put my finger, <laughs> I tipped it on the damn uh, the Gatorade uh, machine, and then that, that I could I could control. Kind of light, you kind of lighten yourself up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it worked for damn near two months. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I'm talking about everybody. <laughs> hey, hey Pat, hey Pat, everybody weighed me. RC weighed me, Coach Stu weighed me, 
motherfucking uh, <laughs> Shep. All on weight, man. That shit always came back about 270, 265. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then he was like, no, nah, something wrong. So, you know, I'm good. Everything going good. Then, then so I go and take my shower. And then so Coach Kruger in that motherfucker. And then so I was like, oh, shit. So he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Step on, <laughs> step on the scale. So I, hey, okay. So I'm, I'm like, shit, okay, I'm going to do the same shit to him. So I got on the scale, right? And I put my motherfucking hand on the damn uh, Gatorade and this shit slipped. You know what I mean? And I was like, damn. Oh, your hand, your hand slipped? The hand slipped. And then so he was then so he looked around and like, what the hell going on? And then so he he done he done put the damn whole Gatorade cart out the bathroom. And it's just me, him, and the scale. And then that shit came back 305 and he was pissed. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> And then so this this was right before we about to go to the final four. You understand? Oh so, wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got about a week. So <laughs> so you're like, well, I got a player. Yeah, like, duh. <laughs> like, like, I got a player. He's like, but we gonna we gonna revisit this later, partner. And we definitely did. And then, <laughs> but we couldn't. We couldn't because. Uh, the first game, you know, I was pissed. He was pissed. So I ain't really, you know, I was like, you know, the hell with it. But we won. We we beat James Madison. Then I got my shit together. And then we made a run to the four. But, um, yeah, man, it, it, it almost didn't happen. And that's, that's definitely for sure. Wow. Was, you, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was, <laughs> it was something serious, though. But, yeah, everybody was like, damn, you did that? This, hey, man. <laughs> It's I had so to do what I had to do. because it's like you were still performing and getting buckets and doing everything that you know you were still playing at a high level. Like, you know, I, I do you feel like that that weight hindered you in any way at the time? I mean, not not at that time because I was only twenty years old. You ask me now, oh my god, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but no, but back then, uh, now when I did get in shape, you know, my junior and senior year. You know, I, I was first, second team, all SEC. You know, I can see the difference, you know, because I did a lot more. Because I wanted to do more. I wanted to do more things than just score. Got some threes, man. You were shooting threes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but Pat, I was doing that, you know, all along. But he, you know, as in, you know, college, he was like, let's just keep that on the back burner for a minute. And then so, but in practice, I'm shooting with them. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably one of the best shooters on the team. You understand? So, but you know, just keep me under the basket. I'm playing in the post. Then we had guards to shoot threes. You understand? It's not like now where if you ain't shooting a three, you can't even play. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're a shot blocker. If you're a shot blocker, you better you better yeah. be a good, a good rebounder and a shot blocker. And a good defender can keep somebody in front of you. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah. you're gonna get switched up on the guard every time now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's just how it is. But yeah, man, that was um, you know, that was oh. and then, you know, the junior year, everybody came back because it was like now everybody would have left. You understand? Right. Because with that right there, you know, being said, because we had opportunities, you know, I had agents coming up to me and they was like, you know, you can go. I was like, go where? I'm <laughs> where? more. I'm 20. Someone go where the NBA? And then, uh, you know, I was scared. I ain't gonna lie. And I ain't listening. I ran my ass back to school. You understand? Because I was like, if I try this and I don't goddamn make it, then what the hell I'm gonna do? 
So I didn't feel like I was ready, but 2020, you know, hey, I was hot, you know what I mean? So, and then that's, that's definitely, and they were talking about, you know, drafting and everything else. And we went to the final four. I had a good game against Duke, you know, and that was that. And then, so I was like, ooh, maybe it's something to this. But then, you know, I talked to my people and then everything, they was like, it's not guaranteed, it's that, that. So, you know, try one more year. So we came back that next year. You know, I had a good individual year, but as a team, you know, we made the tournament, but that year was so hard. Like, what do you think made, what, what made that year so hard? Was it, do you think, uh, yeah, what, yeah, what just, what do you think made it? What do you think it made was, it? It was first off, we lost RC. He, he left. He, he oh, went I still can't believe I didn't know RC Buford was a part of that team. He was at Final Four. I'm gonna wow. say he was the most integral part of it too, because he kept us together. Like, like I was always wondering why he was never a head coach, just because he didn't want to be one. But yeah. that man, as far as basketball go and the work that you need to do to be great, yeah, he got that all under control right there. The drills, the, the determination, the mindset, you know what I'm saying? The 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 joy you need to play, you know, to have fun with this so it won't be a burden to you. All that left when he left. But after that, it was like, man, this is so hard. The game's hard. Why we, you know, teams we should be drilling. We barely beaten. Everybody playing their best game against us. You know, every, every coach has their own philosophy and, and, and the way they do things. But it seems as though that relational kind of side wasn't Coach Kruger's kind of way of doing things. <clears throat> that, uh, no, Coach, it, it was, Coach, <clears throat> Coach changed up a lot after he went to the NBA. And then he came back down to uh, college. But before then, it was his way or the highway. You know what I mean? Like, wasn't no flexibility in it. He'd lose every game before he played. You understand? Unless it was done his way. And then, you know, wasn't no, you know, confrontation. Uh, you know, he might waver a little bit. You know, once you start playing good, you can have some say-so into it. But the most part, you know, Coach, we're going to play some hella defense. We're going to run our sets. We're going to rebound. And then whoever's gonna shoot, we they're gonna shoot the cover off the ball. And he one thing about him though, he loved the inside game. So it worked for me. He right. just didn't want me to, he didn't want me shooting outside threes and you know, and really, really because I felt, you know, that was he, that came later. And it didn't really, he didn't really let me, you know, open it up until my senior year. You know what I'm saying? Which then everybody done left and I'm there with all freshmen. So I'm yeah. there with. Yeah, I'm there. With, I'm there with Eddie Shannon. I'm there with Greg Stoke. Eddie Shannon. You know, yeah, we we Eddie's my man. So we started off with him. So um, then we had you know Leron Williams. He was still there. Uh, yeah, Birdie was there. Then we had Damon Maddox, Greg Christell. You know what I'm saying? Like, the hell is this? <laughs> How are we gonna be Kentucky? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then, <laughs> And then, you know, and then what, what, what hurt us because we thought Vince was going to come. You understand? So I would have had my yeah. senior year, Vince Carter would have been there. So that would have been a whole different story. But at the last minute, you know, he went to Carolina. So yeah. wow. that was, uh, yeah, because we, we, that would have been did. different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he definitely, he definitely loved Gainesville and it was close to Daytona. Right. So, you know, it, it was definitely something that, you know, his mom, you know, but, you know, when you got the Carolina lineage and the tradition and, you know, you're playing with other pros, 
You understand? It makes it it, it makes it the choice easy. Actually. It wasn't. It was no brainer. So you ended your career at Florida, uh, over a thousand points, five hundred rebounds, a lot of minutes. Obviously, a flip the script from your freshman year to senior year, and a lot of stuff. Obviously, on the inside that you revealed on you know the whole storyline and dynamic of of playing time of your journey and stuff. Uh, you know, you go on <clears throat> like after you after you finished up as you as you graduated and put Florida behind you, you know, what, what was the thought process then? Cause it, you know, you, you could have went to play in the league and, and listen, you know, you end up playing overseas and had a tremendous career. Uh, you know, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Well, this, this what it was cause, um, uh, was let's correct that. Cause I didn't graduate first. I came back later, but. Okay. Bless, 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 bless Jerry, um, Demi Foley Hart. And he was mad at his word. He told me, he was like, you only got a semester left. So when you're done playing basketball, come back to school and finish up. We got you. Wow. And I was just lucky enough that he was there long enough that he was like, damn, I didn't know it was going to take 15 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, I made a career out of it. But oh, man. Uh, after, after um, the draft, <laughs> I didn't get drafted. So Miami called me down there. So we were down there, you know, at Miami's uh, free agent camp with Pat Riley. And he run the shit. Was Udonis the down there? Nah, UD was later. UD oh, came yeah, later. later. Duh, duh, yeah. Uh, Ike Austin, Ike Austin was down there. You know, Lonzo Morning was down there. You know, that's when, and the thing was, it was 40, 40 guys trying out for only like two spots. You understand? So... We down there, we doing our thing, everybody playing good, all these ex-pros trying to get back on. And then so I'm up in my hotel, and then uh, my agent called me. He was like, hey, I got uh, Hopo, uh, Hopowell Tel Aviv talking about they want to give you uh, some guaranteed money, you know, to come out. And then so I was like, well, you know, I'm about to go to, you know, San Antonio, see what's up with RC. Cause he was out of San Antonio then, but RC said, we'll get you to camp, but we can't guarantee you nothing. Then so I was like, you can't guarantee me like 50K, so y'all cut me, I ain't gonna start, you know what I mean? So was like, nah, and then, you know, Israel was talking 130K, so I was like, shit, um, simple mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, simple I'm, mathematics. I'm 22 years old, broke, got me a shorty already, you know, about to start this family. So, you know, I had to go, I had to go get it. You know what I mean? If, if I'd have been, you know, single by myself, all that stuff, then yeah, I could have took that chance and went to the CBA. But then I was on the next thing, uh, smoking to uh, Tel Aviv, Israel. So, you know, that was the beginning of my 15 year pro career over there. Wow. And yeah. and, and in that first year, you end up winning score the, the best score in the league. Should have been MVP, but my team stuck. But um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was uh, and then that that let me know right then that I could have a long career overseas because yeah. those guys was over there doing their thing. They was ex NBA players, you know. I played in the league with Milt Wagner, uh, Randy White, Buck Johnson. You understand? So they didn't only play in the league; they played for you know years in the league. So you know, I I was like a sponge to them. So I learned a lot of game from them. You understand? Yeah. And then so. Oh, you learned you a know, lot from the other vets that are overseas when you're like a rookie or young. 
Oh, yeah. you learn so much from those guys. Especially when you got game, because it's funny. You know, they gravitate to you. They come find you out. You know what I mean? It's not like over here. So, you know, because they, they want to, you know, keep it passing on. And then, you know, you pay it for it, you know, when you become the vet. You know what I'm saying? And I did that to a lot of my teammates, especially the young ones that came over there. But, yeah, that first year out, that Tel Aviv, Israel was something serious, man. And I, whew, that's my city. Yeah, uh, that's, a good, that's a good place to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I played two years over there. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm fond of Israel. I love it. You know, Derek Sharp is a good friend of mine. He became a nationalized citizen over there. You know, and a couple, and he played for Maccabi Tel Aviv for a long time. So, you know, it's uh, Israel. It's, if I had to do it again, I would have just stayed in Israel because I, I, I didn't know at the time that I could see the world from Tel Aviv, you know, especially with all the cup games and everything that you leave twice a week to go to yeah. and play and all that there. So, but yeah, but, you know, that was probably the only thing I didn't do in Europe was just, you know, plant some roots until it was late. You know what I mean? Because uh, a lot of teams wanted to sign me. A lot of teams wanted to... Uh, Get me married to one of the women over there to be get a passport. Yeah, <laughs> ain't that crazy? You know what I mean? So you know, hey, hey they were like, "Be a naturalized citizen, play here for thirty years." And Bro, yeah. you you but, you get that citizenship? Yeah, all that. Yeah, but I'm like, I ain't, I ain't finna give up my American citizenship. But then, what if y'all take this shit from me? You know what I'm saying? Then I'm just somebody with no damn country. Nah, I'm good. You know, I, I, you know, but I was young and inexperienced. And you know, I ain't know no better. But um, yeah, yeah, that was that was that, you know, Israel, that was my first year. Yeah, I see that, you know, you you came back and did the G League for a little bit. Yeah, it was the CBA then. That was yeah. now that right there, let me know that I could play because at that time CBA was the um second best league in in, in the world. And so, you know, you want your call up, you get it right there, you know, the quickest way to do it is from the CBA. And I, I was having a great season, too. And then I pulled my growing. Mm. And then so that hurt me from the All-Star game. That, you know, hurt my numbers because I tried to play it out. You know, because the CBA, you get hurt, they're going to cut your ass. Wow. You know I mean? and yeah, ain't no <laughs> – if you ain't, you know, one of the, the players, like if you just a menace guy and all that, nah, you ain't going to be there. But, you know, we had a good coach. Uh, we had a good team. And then so it, it, he, he, you know – he didn't cut me, but I, I didn't get healthy till, you know, after the season. Cause even around the um, playoff time, because that's when Isaiah Thomas was running the uh, CBA, and he, okay. didn't, he didn't. And then he tried to run it like it was college, to, you know, not to have a series when you're in the playoffs. It was like one and done, and then so we lost like in the first round. You know wow. what I mean? So, yeah. So the season's over with. Had to heal up, and then after that, you know, I went back. Tried to you know go over to Asia a little bit, and that was a whole nother shit show. <laughs> man, you, you both were going that one. Yeah, I ain't never been somewhere I got to fight every game. You understand? Like, yeah, like, talking about elbows. No, I'm talking yeah. about we thumping every yeah. game. Cause somebody they they so damn dirty over there the way they play. Yeah, you know, that's what I heard. That's, that's what like you fighting, and then I'm getting fined like. You know, shit. I left about a hundred thousand dollars over there, man. <laughs> I don't get it. Like they, they, and they all. It's, it's nothing not known. Like right. the American players 
get fouled and hard harder and 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 because there's jealousy or just whatever it may, they're trying to stop you because you you over there because you're a scorer. And um, um, forty points, damn the air night. But the thing right. is, we four we four or five levels better than them, you know. And then so and then even in Europe. And then that's that's another thing I noticed, especially with the women's sports, because as you know, uh, the women make more money than the men over in Europe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, yeah, they playing in better teams, better leagues, because you know we might be four or five levels better than you know the guys we playing against, but they ten levels. You know what I'm saying? Candace Parker, Brittany oh, Griner, yeah. they making, oh man, they making hundred fifty thousand dollars a month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're killing it. Yeah, they killing the game over there. They, they ain't going nowhere but Moscow. You know what I mean? So that's where the money at. Yeah, I think Diana Taurasi was making something like her team, her Russian team or something, paid her to not go play in the WNBA. They paid her extra, like, nah, don't even do that. Save your body. We'll pay you even. What, it's like, what salary they pay you over there? All right, cool. We'll add that to your contract on on your, right. your already million dollar contract. We'll already. <laughs> right. And then and then and then you know, it's like um when they when they uh, when I played over in Latvia, you know, my uh, owner she was a she was a woman, but she used to show up to the game when it's time to pay us. She bring a black garbage bag full of money. You know what I mean? That's how they do over there. <laughs> Like you get your cash right there in the locker room. You scared to go out of the locker room. You got all that damn money. Take some money. <laughs> they, done, they done damn set you up or something. I'm like, man, what you want me to do? Leave the building? No, hold on. Where's security at, man? I ain't playing. Yeah. So, so uh, you you ended up playing. You know, you mentioned it earlier, 15 seasons. You know, that that's a long. It's a it's a good, great, long career. You know, when did you feel like you want? When did you know? You wanted to transition when you know, like you, you wanted to hang it up and, and move on to the next chapter. Well, the thing was, they uh, we won the championship in over when I was in Slovakia, and then real talk, I should have been done then, but they shit, they gave me uh, signed me for another year, and then so we went back to the finals, and then after that, another team wanted to sign me for another year, so I stayed around two extra years, you understand, with when I should have, you know. Uh, one guy told me. One guy told me he was like, "It's better to uh, quit too late than to quit too soon." <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I tricked him for the last two years. But after we won that championship, I was like, "It was done." And then that yeah. year I came back, I I, 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 uh, I felt the slip. You know what I mean? And okay. and you just step, step slower. The you know the the other sorry jokers I used to be chilling, they going at me hard now. You know what I'm saying? Like what? You know, and then I couldn't do nothing with them. You know what I mean? Wow. I'm like I gotta go get help. So I'm like, oh damn, that's what it means, huh? It done hit me, and I was like 36. When I was like, yeah, but then they gave me one more year, so I made it till I was 37. But then by <laughs> half of that season, I was like, I'm done. I ain't even want to. I want to play the second half. I was like, it's time. I, I I didn't want to eat right no more. I didn't want to practice. I didn't want. I was like, it's it's over. I got tired of that language. Oh yeah, just, yeah. I'm finna go home now. It's, it's over. So uh, they uh they did it, you know. But they 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 paid out the rest of my contract. Wow. Sent me on home. Yeah, that which was rare. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know they you know but they made me pay for my plane ticket home. But I ain't care. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, y'all pay the rest of my contract. I'm good. I appreciate it. And yeah, then, right. so, uh, ironically, I left 
And then they brought in three more players, you know, that, you know, took my salary and they're paying three more players and they won the championship. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So was it, you know, uh, that was, uh, was it tough? Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, you knew, you knew you was ready to give it up, uh, to, 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 you know, what uh, a lot of guys sometimes struggle with. And I did for a bit, you know, when I decided to hang it up, just figuring out what was next, you know, figuring out, you know, I, I did want to. I did enjoy not knowing for a bit. I did enjoy just yeah. being able to day by day hang out with the family, my friends, and and the visits had didn't have to be t- so short. You know, the summer. Yeah, all you get is the summer. Um, yeah, maybe maybe two months. Sometimes one month. Because yeah, uh, you know, a lot of times. One month. Yeah, a lot of times after the season, I'm going to Amsterdam for about a month, or I'm going to go somewhere else. You know, what I'm saying before I come back directly to Florida. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm about, to, I'm about to, you know, go on what they say in Europe, holiday. So I'm, I'm about to do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm coming back to the beach. So then I got to get my kids for a couple months, you know, before they go back to school. You know what I'm saying? Because while I was there, you know, during that time in Europe, I was married and divorced. You know what I mean? So, you know, got a family to take care of. So I'm with them, taking them everywhere I go in the summertime, you know, until it's time for me to go back. And I yeah. take them back home, and then I'm back to wherever. You know what I mean? And then sometimes I can get them over there, you know, when they wanted to come, you know, when she wanted to bring them. And if not, I stay when I get in the summertime. You know right. what I'm saying? Or I come home for Christmas or something like that. But, you know, that was that was the rough part of it, having the family aspect, you know, that was hard, especially after the divorce, you know what I mean? Because it was a strain on everybody. You know right, what I mean? of course. And, 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 you know, that thing there, uh, <laughs> It made me grow quick, though. You know, right. especially when child support get on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, man? Please, yeah. You okay. keep it real, man. I love it. I love it, man. This is this is this is awesome. Um, so yeah, so um, you you, you stop playing. You know, I think you mentioned it a little. I mean, we know what you're doing. Well, I can bring that up. You know, what was the trans to to what did you do from the time of finishing playing up to where you are now? You know, what was that? Yeah, transition? so the plan was when I stopped, you know, the plan was when I stopped playing, you know, the, the, the natural progression was everybody was like, you need to go into coaching, this, that, 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 blah, blah, blah. So I had to go back. I was like, nah, I got to go back and get my degree. So called up to school, hit Tom up. Uh, Tom, you know. Tom Williams. Shout yeah. out to Tom Williams. Shout out to Tom. Tom's been the man there for over 40 years now, you know what I'm saying? So at least 40. So, I mean, yeah, Tom, you know, talked to the powers that be, came back, uh, had to clear up a few parking tickets before they let me uh, register again. Sound like, then, <laughs> sound like Scotty Wilkinson right there. Yeah, yeah, I had to get them parked. It's like $900-something. I'm like, damn, okay. Wow. Yeah, so I had to clear up all that and then registered. And then um, speaking of Scotty, you know, they helped me with my online class when I came back. Because I ain't know nothing about Because when I was at UF, we didn't do nothing online. You understand? So it was go to class, go to your lab, take your notes, take the test. You know what I'm saying? Hit your tool up for your, you know, your projects and all that. Then I come back, I got to take two online classes. Like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> and then, so, so, you know, I went, uh, I was like, damn. Because, you know, I was getting, I was okay in my, you know, my, my, my classes I had to go to, but I gotta figure out powerpoints and and and, and spreadsheets. Oh, oh man, it's tough when you out yeah. and you come back after that long. Yeah, so I was like, oh no, 
So I was like, damn, I can't come back here and fail. So, you know, I had to talk to some of the players. I'm like, you know, y'all know how to do this, you know, help me out. So like, oh, cool. So, you know, Scotty and they did, man, they did that class in like 30 minutes. Like the whole class for the whole semester. Oh, Scotty was in it with you? Nah, he wasn't in it, but he they had the class, so they knew, you know, everything. They still oh, had, wow. you know, quizzes, tests, and all that stuff. So, you know, you know how y'all do. <laughs> yeah. So everybody, I mean, everybody had, you know, got me through that shit. So I got two A's on that. that so wow. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I was five years from my undergrad to my master's of like, and I can't even imagine 15, you know, or whatever. Ooh. But I can't, I can't imagine for you what that was like, man. Hey, it, it was because only one semester. Yeah, yeah, it was culture shock, but you know, it was good. And then y'all had a nice run, you know what I mean? Because it was, uh, it was um, sit out there with with, with uh, Irv and Kenny. You know, Scotty was there, so you know y'all y'all did y'all thing on the court. You know what I'm saying? So that made it fun. You know, and that got me through. And then, you know, I was at all y'all practices. You know what I mean? So and then Billy, Billy was great. I mean, Billy was the one that did our senior year banquet because he took over my senior, the end of my senior year. Like Lon left and went to, uh, I think it was Illinois. And then, yeah, Billy was the one that did our senior year banquet. So, you know, uh, got to, got to, you know, Billy has a, has a, that's a good man. Like, yeah. no, no other word to describe him. He's real. He's genuine. He's authentic. Genuine. He's so genuine. He's so genuine. He, 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 he really cares for his players. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he bend over backwards. You know what I'm saying? And that's not just for me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's been plenty of other ex-players, his players, you know what I'm saying, that he done done a lot for. So, you know, that, that, was, that was a blessing to have him there. You know, to be so, you know, you know, open to me, you know, being around, you know, the team practices. I'm coming to the games. You know, I'm talking basketball. You know, we 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 bouncing everything off each other. And then so, you know, uh it, it was good. That that semester, it got me, you know, up to speed with the new style of basketball, the four out, one in. And then, you know, everybody shoot three. <laughs> there you up, yep, yep. Three. So yeah. And then, you know, not throwing inside. We know how it goes. Shooting three is not right. throwing the ball inside. <laughs> no, 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 they throw the ball inside during the big game. You know what I'm saying? Because just like, you know, with, with with yourself and me, you know, the big games, my numbers was better than when we played against teams that we, you know, were, were um, yeah. period to. You know, when that when the ass get tight, you know, they got to find somebody to pass the ball to. It might as well be me. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, you know, we noticed that, and then that that happened a lot. You know, we get the Alabama's coming in there with McDice and Caffey. Yeah, I'm gonna have me a good game. I already knew before the game. You know what I mean? But then when we playing against South Carolina, I might get about eight shots. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So and then when Arkansas come to town. Corliss, Scotty Thurman, and Corey Beck, and all them. Yeah, I'm having a good game because I got to. Somebody got to even out Corliss because he's he's going to go nuts. Um, so I guess the one last question. You know, let the people know. I mean, thank you so much for your time. Let the people know yeah. what what you're doing now. What's uh, where I mean, you're down in St. Pete, but yeah, what's uh, 
Yeah, you, yeah, I'm, I'm you, down here in St. Pete, uh, you know, back home. It's been about, damn, it's been about 10 years now. Um, next month will be my 11th year since I stopped playing ball. But I'm um, working down for a nonprofit. I'm at St. Vincent DePaul Cares, um, help running the, uh, the homeless, the rapid rehousing program. We take, you know, the families, you know, single mothers with children, veterans, uh, services. We help them, you know, get out of the shelters, get off the street, get out of sleeping in their cars. Uh, you know, find them, you know, a place to live, you know, help them with, you know, deposits and rent and, you know, get them in wraparound services to, uh, you know, enable them to sustain their housing and, you know, give them another chance at, you know, living a normal life and, you know, get out the streets and you know, just have something, you know, a sense of normalcy, you know, to them. And then so, you know, it's been real rewarding, uh, challenging because the housing market now is really, really, really tough especially here in Florida where it seems to be everybody's moving to, but, um, and the rent is going up, you know, oh, astronomically. Yeah. So, but, but it's, it's challenging, but it's not impossible. It's rewarding. And then, you know, a couple other things, uh, you know, Airbnb and this and that, but, you know, I'm just enjoying. I'm enjoying so that life, life, man. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy. man. I'm, yeah. I'm just, uh, I, Hey, I can't complain. You know, it's not to where, you know, living in the 5,000 square foot, five bedroom, three bathroom crib that I had in Okoe, but I'm all right. You know what I mean? I can't, you know, I don't. Got a little bit of gray on you now, a little bit. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, man, it's, it's, it's like, like my grandmother used to say, it's a lot of miles on these tires right here, my man. So, so, <laughs> so yeah, I don't want no Beijing. I don't need none of that right there. I'm going to show my age. I'm proud to be 48. You know, just had a birthday a couple of days ago on the 8th. So went out to Vegas, did it, did it, you know, real big. And then so back here, you know, enjoy, still on vacation. Uh, go back to work, you know, next week. And then, you know, just keep it moving, man. I don't know what's next. This is not the end game. You know, basketball right. may still be in the future. You know, who knows? But, you know, as of right now, this moment right here, I'm good. Man. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Well, everyone that's going to be listening to this is going to be so thankful that uh, some of those miles on that on those tires that uh, they came through as a Gator, um, and that you're you're doing well, that you were you were able to have a really great career, um, and then that now you're living a, a a life of a career now of service, of yeah. others focused, and uh, has some great memories, some great and man, you're such a good storyteller as well, man. That's that was uh, that was awesome. You had me cracking up. I I don't think. Any, I don't know if anyone's had me laugh and I've done, I think I've interviewed probably have total about 30, 35 episodes. Maybe no one has made me laugh that hard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, well, you know, it's, 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 you got to make the most of it, Pat. You know what I'm saying? And I did, I took all my talent. I took everything in me, went over the world. They paid me to do it. I did it for free. Did it at a high level. Yep. I came back to my education series. I didn't leave that on the table. You know what I'm saying? You have to owe me nothing. And then, you know, so, hey, I made the most of my opportunities when they presented themselves. I took them. I wasn't scared. Well, maybe I was scared a few times, but I jumped out there off the ledge anyway because you can't be successful unless you take chance. Yeah. And, you know, they got to be calculated and educated and, you know, wise choices. But, you know, you got to take chances if you want to make it in this world. So, you know, I yeah. took them. It's going to take a few more. You understand? 
But, um, you know, that's just it. You know, it's what right. you see is what you get from me. And it's from day one to now, I haven't yeah. changed and I'm not going to. So, yeah, I appreciate this opportunity, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. Be, being courageous is not in the instance or the absence of fear. It's right. just being able to uh, do what you still think is right and what's best and what's going to make you better. And, uh, you, and you can't, you can't, if you don't take a jump, you can't learn if you don't seek discomfort. So that's awesome that you were able to do that. And uh, yeah, thank you again so much for your time. Um, yeah, let me, let me give, give us a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. That was <laughs> the one and only, the, the meat hook. <laughs> uh, Demetrius, or Demetri Hill, what was it Demetrius? Demetri right. Hill, uh, the one and only Florida Gator that, uh, Help, help the team lead, go to the Final Four. Uh, Underline Kruger is awesome. He had me laughing my behind off. Uh, he's authentic, he's genuine, he's a great man. Um, and can't wait to see what he's got going on next. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. This is The Young and the Rowdies, and you know the phrase, stay rowdy. <laughs>